Hey guys, what's up? It's Mike with Mountain and Marsh. Hey, my wife and I recently started a business and that business is called Junk Clear LLC. My wife and I decided we were going to start a demolition and junk removal business. Now, this isn't your typical junk removal business. We will come get your couch, but I'll also tear down your fucking house, okay? Because I know how to do that shit. Um, we have the ability to do full residential cleanouts, real estate, foreclosures, pre-listings, rental properties, storage units. Uh, we can do it all like that. So we have the ability to do small stuff, big stuff, uh, large demos, bring in a bunch of dumpster cans and clear everything out of there for you. Um, we can do all that work, guys. We um, we also are working with another business, um, and we are going to be offering uh, remodeling and renovation and remediation services. So we'll be able to demo these properties and put them back together uh, for people. So just a little something uh, for everybody to know. We have a new business. We've been working our ass off on it. If you need any junk removed, if you need anything dem demoed, uh, Hit me up, let me know. Give me a shout at 410-258-1815 or go to junkclearpa.com or check us out on social media. Thanks, guys. What up, guys? Mike here. Hey, I'm going to do a solo episode again this uh, this time around. I want to do a mushroom show. Um, I want to do a little bit of foraging in general. Um, and one thing I've noticed is a lot of a lot of hunters do not necessarily know what they are looking for or what they are even looking at when they see a mushroom in the woods or whatever the case is and i want to um i want to help people out on this front because i spent most of my life up to this point until about 4 or 5 years ago maybe i started foraging um while hunting so if i was if i was early season deer hunting in the fall um there'd be mushrooms around uh if I was hunting turkeys in the spring, there would be mushrooms around. So that's how I got into it. Um, and there are many different types of mushrooms. Obviously, everyone has their own preferences. 
a lot of people talk about morel mushrooms when people are when people say mushroom hunting in spring um a lot of the old head hunters that i know um the older guys that would be hunting mushrooms in the spring it, when they say mushroom mine they're looking for morels they don't care about a chicken of the woods or my takis or oyster mushrooms or lion's mane mushrooms um they're not looking for any of that uh a lot of guys will be looking for morels and then uh, they'll look for ramps same time of the of the year um and so i just want to give a little rundown on uh morels specifically first um that seems to be the one that everybody wants to know about wants to know where i find morels at uh, how i know where to look on and on and on um the right time to to try to find them so I'll start with this. Morels are very picky. Morel mushrooms do not like to... <sighs> Conditions have to be just right um, for them to grow. The ground has to be at a certain temperature and uh, the mushrooms grow symbiotically with certain trees. Um Things like uh, ash tre uh, trees like ash, elm, uh, poplar, a little bit of oak, sycamore, old fruit trees like overgrown orchards produce a lot. Um, but like locust and black walnut and chestnut and hickory, those do not produce mushrooms from from what I know, I know some people might cut me down on that, but from what I know, uh, they do not produce mushrooms. Um, now, they do, they do not pr produce morel mushrooms. Um, the ground temperature for morels to grow is between like 45 and 50-ish, like 47 um so that's one thing uh i don't go out with a temperature gauge and check the dirt but i kind of feel it out like when the time is right when the weather's been warm in early spring for a week and it you know you know that ground temperature starting to rise because the weather's been warm and you get one warm rain and then what happens is um, you end up with some morels popping uh, as long as the spores and there's already a system there uh, symbiotic to those trees, then you can find them when the ground temperature is correct. Uh, they especially like to pop right after a little rain, um, not like a... Well, I guess I guess a dousing rain would be fine if you caught it afterwards and it was still warm. But uh, a nice little rain, uh, it's still pretty warm, a little humid, and they'll pop real well. The type of ground that you find them in 
can play a factor in how many you find. Uh, this is just from my personal experience. I have a few spots on private land that are in Carroll County, Maryland, red clay dirt. And that red clay dirt, it is tight and it is not nutrient rich. Um, red clay dirt does not hold the nutrients run off. You know, the, it isn't, there isn't that much topsoil in the woods on some of these properties. Uh, really it's just, it's just straight down to this red clay. And so, uh, my patches on, in those areas, they don't grow many, they don't grow a large amount of morels. They will grow large morels. I've found some very big morels on some of these patches around sycamore trees, but they don't grow that many. Um, everybody that you talk to will say poplar. They'll say poplar trees, tulip poplars. Um, and when they start the bud and then they and then into flowering, that's when you're going to find them. Find your morels. Um, so there's a few tips for you for morels. Morel mushrooms are one of uh, the most sought after, if not the most sought after mushroom, uh, at least in the United States. I know probably in the United States. Uh, I guess truffle truffles are technically a mushroom and they're expensive as shit. But morels are very hard to replicate. Only a few people have ever replicated the growth cycle of morel mushrooms. It takes a long time and people don't, um, a lot of people try and don't figure it out. So they're very sought after. A lot of people who know where there are public land honey holes will never, they will take it to their grave. They will never tell you where those morels are. Um, you got to find them on your own. You got to be there, right place, right time. Um, so it's normally between um, early April and early May is your best bet. Uh, around around us here in, in Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia region. It's the best time to, to find them. Um, I guess I'll go through a couple other mushrooms too. Um, obviously, you guys have to look these up yourselves. But oyster mushrooms are my favorites. Um, it's oyster mushrooms and lion's mane mushrooms are my two favorites. Oyster mushrooms, they're a dense mushroom. Uh, they grow in bunches from logs and trees. They are a, when you think of a regular white mushroom at the grocery store, an oyster mushroom isn't too far off. The consistency is not exactly the same, uh, but they're not too far off. They have a great flavor and I, I think they're the, they're possibly the best mushroom in my opinion. Um, because morels are so hard to find, people always say, oh, morels are my favorite. Well, uh, I think that's bullshit because morels aren't my favorite. I, I think morels are good. I think, I think you can cook a dense mushroom such as an oyster mushroom or a lion's mane mushroom. Those are dense mushrooms. You can cut those things pretty thick if you find a big bunch. You can cut you, lion's manes. You can cut a, You can make steaks out of them. Uh, 
I mean, you can you can make a sandwich out of them. You can you know you you get a lot at one time. Uh, morels are very thin. They're great. they're awesome. I I normally cook morels in like butter, garlic powder, uh, salt and pepper, and that's the recipe right there. Just saute it, take it out, eat it. They're delicious. But for me, I like the bulkier mushrooms. I like finding mushrooms that give you more food. It's more food. It's it's more volume and uh, more filling. And that's that's what the oysters and the lion's manes are. Um, find oysters a lot in like damp areas uh, along creeks and things like that, along ponds and in swamps. They just like it damp. I don't know, but um lion's manes you can find them all over they'll be growing out of knots and trees and things they are uh they are awesome they taste like or, or they have the consistency of crab meat when you pull them apart and so not not exact but kind of that that man that manner and um i love them i think they're awesome you fry those bad boys up um or you saute them up but you just crisp them a little bit on the outside Man, those things are money. Chicken of the woods. Um, that's a big one. People look for that a lot. Um, I'm not a huge fan. Um, it gives some people stomach aches. It It's a vibrant orange and yellow mushroom that grows together in like shelves. And uh, and it grows outwards from a from a center point. They are sought after um, people. And if you find a local Facebook page that is a mushroom hunting or forest Facebook page, this time of year, always through the summer, people will be raving on there about chicken in the woods and all their recipes. I don't think chicken of the woods. I think the consistency of a chicken of the woods mushroom is kind of gross, and it's not. It's just not as much for me uh, as other mushrooms are. Honey mushrooms. Uh, there is a property that I can mushroom hunt on that, and just hunt on. And that property in the early fall a couple of years ago had a bumper crop of them. They were everywhere. So I took up eating honey mushrooms and. Those things are good too. I really like those. There's something called shrimp of the woods. Uh, I can't remember the the technical name, but they're a little funky. There, I like them, but like my wife would not touch that. Like they, they're just a little bit different. They they grow in damp areas and like uh, around dead trees and logs. Um, and I have, there's a property that I can go on that also has a uh, shrimp of the, of the woods, mushrooms in the fall and, uh, not bad. Uh, foraging is a really cool way to get out in, in the woods, get out in nature, uh, spend time out there in the summertime. You know, if you're not hunting, you're not fishing, you got some time private land, public land, whatever, just go out and get a, get a book, find a book with pictures an identif identification book with 
photographs or high quality drawings that you can utilize in the woods in person to make decisions on what you think is viable for you to consume. Um, that's a big deal. There are very poisonous mushrooms. So you do have to know what you're doing. Like if you found a pheasant back, it would, you'd probably be like, Ew, what is this thing? But they're, they're delicious. But you could look at the pattern on a pheasant back and then see an Amanita muscaria and be like, Oh, this one's kind of has, it's not, they're not exactly the same, but they have some similar features like in the pattern on top and things like that. And so you could see that and be like, oh, this might be good too, and then get sick as a dog. So um, just make sure you know what you're doing with mushrooms, especially when you're foraging. Um, I I wouldn't eat any poison ivy. Um, probably wouldn't be good. But So you probably should know what you're doing with uh, plants and, and things of that manner as well. Um, ramps are abundant in the spring in the right areas. A lot of people love finding wild onions, find, finding ramps. That's what they are. They're a wild onion. Um, people love to find those. I think they're awesome, uh, but they're, I've, I haven't hardly found any like myself. Um, so, but they're out there. Uh, that's another thing you can look for. Look into that. Uh, I'm just going off the top of my head, guys. That's why it's this podcast is like this. I've been super busy, super busy. Um, but yeah, that's about it for the mushrooms and um, and the foraging. Kind of a little basic overview. Um, if anybody wants any more information, this is just a quick podcast. If anybody wants any more information, please reach out to me. Um, also, I'm doing this all off the cuff. And I'm, because I'm so busy, I'm just trying to get this thing done today. Um, backs against the wall and some stuff. So if you need more information and you very possibly would, or you need help in person, or you need any pictures, you want me to look at any pictures for you, whatever, I'd be more than happy to help out. So please let me know. Um, and I will help. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this quick one. And, uh, Next show should be Chris and the gang from 3B Outdoors stopping in and uh, talking, talking some shit. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a good podcast. The next podcast here, I know I've I did the turkey tips last time by myself, and now here I am talking about foraging and mushrooms. But guys, I um my wife and I recently started a business. I still have a day job. She still has a a day job. We're working on partnerships with some other businesses. Uh, we're, we're advertising. We're doing a lot of stuff right now going through the legalities. And so we want to make sure that we're doing everything as best as we can on that front while also being good parents, um, being a good spouses to each other and, and just, um, financially being responsible. And so we are very, uh, very busy. I apologize. Uh, the shows haven't been as great as they have been in the past. But once, once I'm up and rolling, I should be able to find more time, uh, to do good podcasts. I'm going to start reaching out to some people and doing some phone interviews again. 
Uh, so thanks for bearing with me, guys. Um, our company is called Junk Clear. If anybody's in the area, you need any demolition work done, uh, any residential cleanouts, um, junk pickup, scrap pickup, look us up on Google, uh, junkclearpa.com. Uh, go on over there, hit the links, contact us. We'll set something up. Thanks for listening, guys. As always, peace. What's up, guys? Hey, I recently had Sean with Swamp Stick on the podcast, and we talked about a super cool product. The Swamp Stick is a very versatile piece of equipment for your waterfowl set. Uh, this thing can be taken every single day and used in 10 different ways. Um, put your motion de decoys on it at different heights. Um, it's extendable. Put your gear on it. Hang your gun on it. You can get a plethora of attachments for this thing. If you guys would like, you can get 10% off exclusively here on Mountain and Marsh. All caps, M-A-M-P-10. That'll get you 10% off at checkout. Swamp-stick.com. That's M-A-M-P-10. That's all capitals. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. You know the deal.